hello and welcome back um sorry it's been a minute been going through a lot as usual um my uh health is uh, not been good um i uh had that um mri and stuff done last month so i'm still in the process of trying to get in to see a surgeon uh, I thought that my um, doctor Newman, they had sent over information for me to see a surgeon and um, the surgeon them sent information back to them saying that they needed authorization so they went through the process of getting the authorization and got approved and they sent it back to them and I still haven't heard anything back and that was um, this is going on the fourth week now. So, um, where I'm at right now, I, uh, on Friday, excuse me, on Friday, I, uh, contacted the insurance company, uh, not this past Friday, Friday for last, I contacted them and, um, asked them, uh, to set, uh, give me a new surgeon. So they did, and uh, I actually ended up getting the surgeon that I want the doctor them to send a referral to is the same one that did my next surgery before. So he, luckily he's back into their uh, network. So um, I feel comfortable with this surgeon. I was too much I was really kind of skeptical of going to a different surgeon someone I didn't know but you know I always say everything happened for a reason and I think that was the reason why I ended up had to go back so uh, on this past Friday I called uh, the referral lady at the doctor's office and asked her had she heard anything she said it was still pending so I'm hoping this week and praying that um, everything gonna go through. I can get an appointment, if I can get in and see him and find out you know, what my outcome gonna be on, you know, recovery time, how long the surgery is gonna take, you know, what should I expect after the surgery, you know. So you know, those are questions and stuff that I'm looking forward to asking the surgeon. You know, like I said, I had it before, but um, it's always best to be prepared when you go in, you know, have your questions because most of the time they do ask you, do you have questions about anything? And uh, most of the time, uh, if they're really good doctors, the questions that I'm about to ask them, they pretty much already cover it, you know, before I even ask the question. So. And that's what I'm looking forward to, you know, with him because he was like that the last time. So I didn't have to ask too many questions because he covered pretty much everything that I was asking about. And he also told me that I would probably have to have, you know, another surgery on my neck and spine, you know, because everything that he was doing, then he was fixing that right then. And, um... I actually end up getting a copy 
of my uh, CT scan and MRI uh, on my uh, app that I have where I, I go and get all my uh, tests done. And uh, the results that they came up with that, you know, this should have been taken care of last year. It's worse than it was before. So that's my biggest concern now is to see how much work he going to have to do, you know, to help me to get some relief, you know, in my neck and spine. But I, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm, uh, I'm getting back into my meditation. I'm trying to balance myself. Um, I'm eating proper foods, you know, trying to make sure my blood count is up to par and everything like this. I'm getting myself prepared, you know, for this surgery and ways of eating uh, mentally, like meditating is, you know, stuff that I normally do to help me get through a surgery so that I won't be stressed when I go in and nervous because um, I leave this in their hands, in God's hand, that God will be able to guide this surgeon uh, in the right direction where he needs to go to, you know, to prepare, you know, to, to fix me. Uh, I leave it in God's hand that the anesthesia, you know, get everything right so I'll be able to come out of this, you know, with no problem. I'm normally not a person that is hard to come out of anesthesia. And um, like I said, you know, I just want everything to be right when I go in because uh, this is something that I normally do always, you know, when I get ready to have a surgery, you know, get myself prepared mentally and physically. You know, I uh, try to make sure my potassium level is up, my iron level is up, because, you know, they're going to do lab work to make sure that, you know, where my uh, numbers are to make sure that I, you know, that I don't clog too fast or, you know, stuff like that. And um, then they actually, you know, use these um, little shockers, you know, to test your um, reflexes, uh, your nervous system, and making sure that they're not hitting a nerve, making sure that everything that they're doing is right. So it just... Getting in to see the surgeon have been a chore. I have never had this problem before, you know, getting in to see the surgeon, you know, when I needed to. But, you know, uh, last year I ended up had to change all doctors, uh, my internal medicine doctor, my rheumatologist. You know, I had to get new doctors and... They're not as good as the doctors that I had before. Uh, and my internal medicine doctor was still in network. I probably still with him. Um, 
the rheumatologist, I ended up had to let go of him because he didn't have my best interest in heart because uh, last year when I was telling him I needed to see a surgeon, you know, he his office was dragging their feet about, you know, trying to do this. They, you know, thing, whole thing is, you know, pain management. But there's nothing pain management can do for me right now because of the deterioration, you know. The pain is constantly there, you know. I get the numbness, you know, in my hand, on my left hand, in my right hand, down my, you know, arm and legs and stuff, you know. All this is dealing with my nervous system. And I was, uh, last month when I was sitting in, in my internal medicine doctor's office, and when I seen him, I told him, you know, my feet went numb sitting, you know, in the waiting area, waiting to come back to see you. You know, I didn't have any feelings for like 15 to 20 minutes in my feet. You know, then uh, he went ahead and increased my... Uh, Uh, m- muscle relaxers to uh, try to help with that, you know, and they worked at times. Um, I had to go to urgent care again to get a cocktail, and so that's the reason why I'm able today to do this uh podcast for you guys because I, you know, I'm not in a whole lot of severe pain like I've been, but I know the cocktail going to wear off in three days. I went uh, Saturday night and uh, I didn't get out of there until like Sunday morning. They wanted to monitor me because my blood pressure was really elevated because uh, I'm the pain. The pain is so unbearable that my blood pressure is running really high. So now, uh, once uh, they felt that my blood pressure was stable enough for me to go home, they, they released me from the urgent care and let me came home. But um, I do have an appointment with my internal medicine on the 23rd. And so uh, I will be letting them know that. But it just, like I said, I never had this problem before trying to get in to see a surgeon because my last internal medicine doctor, I needed to see a surgeon. Boom. They did it. It was done. I mean, I went in the first time and he sent me, he sent me to see a neurologist. I went to go see the neurologist. I got in real fast to see the neurologist. Seeing the neurologist, she looked at the x-rays and stuff and the CT scans and she like, uh, I'm sending you to see a surgeon. They uh, got the information that they needed. They got the referrals, and the surgeon them called me. I went in, seen the surgeon. Uh, it was like on a Monday, and went to surgery on a Friday. I mean, it was this how quick it was. It moved. So I'm hoping once I get to see this surgeon, that you know things get to moving pretty fast. That I don't have to wait so long any any longer. Because just sitting is really, really bad at times. And I'm so sorry to say, happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I hope you all had a wonderful Mother's Day yesterday. Um, I had a good Mother's Day. Uh, 
not what I normally do with my daughter. She fixed dinner. We watch a movie. You know, that's pretty much what I did because uh, she's still not comfortable with me going to the movie theaters right at the moment, you know, to watch movies. So she, you know, buy them on, on TV. So we watch them the way the latest movies that come out. So other than that, you know, I, yesterday was a really good day for me. I was in pain, but the pain was not as bad as it was Saturday when I went in. And this morning I woke up. Uh, I could say my pain level right now is at a 10 because when I went in on Saturday, my pain level was plus, 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 plus 10. So it was way up there for my blood pressure to be way up there. My pain level was way up there with it. So like I said this morning, um, my daughter took my blood pressure before she left. It's um, the top number. It's a little elevated. The bottom number is stable. But, you know, my top number never, no more than, how does it ever get? It's like a 120, a 124. So this morning, my top number was at like 140. And my bottom number was at 80. So it's trying to balance itself back out. Hopefully by this uh, evening, I take my blood pressure again. Hopefully it'll be mellow out. Like I said, the pain in my neck and stuff is still there, but it's not bothering like it was when I went in on Saturday. But uh, like I said, you know, I'm just trying to maintain myself. Um, and on the 11th, I go and get... Um, vaccinated uh they have this vaccine out for people that have lupus now um and they recommend that you get vaccinated because of the covid and it's a vaccine for for people that have lupus so i'll be getting that on this wednesday and i'm hoping that by me getting this would not affect if i have to go have surgery in the next uh, two weeks, or uh, the next week or so. So um, I'm not looking forward to, you know, getting this vaccine because I got to psych myself up, you know, for needles. <laughs> getting stuck like that, you know, I, you know, that's why I've been doing a whole lot of meditation, uh, you know, because I don't like needles. I don't like getting shots. So I really have to prepare myself and, you know, and think things through, you know, I know it's going to be okay, you know, but, you know, in deep down in the back of my mind saying, you know, be cautious, you know, be on your toes, be on your P's and Q's, you know, so, you know, I already stocked on my, up on Tylenol just in case I, I run a fever or something like that. You know, they do recommend that I get the pneumonia and flu shot. But like I told them, uh, baby steps. Uh, I'm not going to rush myself into, you know, going to get all these vaccines. Uh, because I just got my immune system up so I can be able to have this surgery. 
and taking these vaccines, it can damage my immune system. You know, so I was hoping to get in to see the surgeon before I have to get this vaccine because I would like to know before I get this vaccine, should I wait to take the vaccine after surgery or get it before? So I'm praying today that uh, I do hear from them so I can know, so I can reschedule if I have to get this vaccine after surgery. Because um, I don't want anything to interfere with that right now. I don't want anything to to stop the process of me going ahead with this surgery. Because, uh, like I said, neck and spine is 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 dangerous. I mean, you know, you got to think about your 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 spinal cord and all this. You know, anything that you do, move or something, you can end up paralyzing yourself. You know, I barely can sit up, you know, and without me, you know, hurting. You know, I um, wasn't even able to go to church yesterday because, like I said, they discharged me yesterday morning and I was tired and sleepy. But I did get a chance to watch uh, our Mother Day program online. Since we, you know, we have it set up, they have it set up where you can watch it from home. But it's not like being there. But I say, you know, everything, I think, going to be okay. You know, it's just that I got to get through this little hurdle. And I'm hoping that this hurdle hurry up and move over. You know, I can climb over it and then I can go on to the next phase in my life. Because I have so much I want to do uh, before this year is out. And we're almost halfway there. You know, next month will be six months. We'll be halfway the year. You know, and then we start our hurricane season. So there's a lot of different things that, you know, I need to get taken care of now. Before all this other stuff start coming in. Excuse me, yarning. Uh, medication still kind of got me droggy here. Excuse me. Oh. And I'm drinking me some uh, ginger tea. Uh, so that's supposed to help with my blood pressure too. Help, you know, bring it down, so... Is you know there's just a lot of different things you know that I, I I'm I'm looking forward to you know trying to and um, my grandson loved his uh, dinner party his birthday dinner party he loved that it was he was happy you know he just wanted his you know, his Nana and his mom and auntie and uh, his grandma and cousin, you know, all of us just, you know, be here, you know, and celebrate his birthday. He didn't want all his other little cousins. He didn't want no party. He wanted a, as he said, he wanted a big boy birthday dinner. So I gave him that. 
My daughter did a magnificent job on this cake for him. So everything went off fine. You know, we were supposed to have had it that Saturday. But uh, that was, what, on the 31st? Yeah, uh, yeah, on the 30th, we were supposed to have had it that Saturday. But he ended up having a real bad asthma attack. So we ended up postponing the dinner to that Sunday, the uh, May 1st. So he was fine. He enjoyed it. And, you know, it just, he's growing so fast. And I want to be here, you know, to see him continue to strive in life. You know, my kids, you know, I know they're, they'll be fine if something happened to me. But it just, I want to be here to share this, their life with them, you know. Go through that in uh, life experiences and things. It's so much, you know, that people take for granted. I don't take a lot of things for granted. I try to live my life in the now. Uh, because there's nothing promised to us on this in this world. Nothing. You know, and I want to experience and share life experience with my grandson, you know. And every time I look at him, I, I can see my son in him. He brings back those memories when my son was that age. He's five, you know. And I see that in my grandson. And I'm like living it all over again. And that's a good feeling, you know, to me, to be able to do that. You know, it's... Sometimes, you know, I sit and I mind started wondering and I'd be like, okay, think about good thoughts, good thoughts, good thoughts. Because it doesn't take long for bad thoughts to come in and make you feel depressed about, you know, what you're going through. Um, like I said, it's been a struggle these last three years for me to be able to get back into my, excuse me, my mojo, as I call it. Because uh, a lot of you all probably don't know or, uh, or do know that I lost three siblings in three years. And it's been a big toll on my life, you know, my health-wise, you know, I try to take care of myself and be healthy and try to be there for my family all in the same time. And sometimes, you know, I sit back and I, you know, my mind started wondering, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, this, this happened, this happened, you know, why this happened? And then I have to stop and think, no, I can't question why this is happening or why that happened. Just go with the flow. I'm grateful and thankful. And, you know, and I have to start thinking back that way of logic. Because sometimes, like I said, it's easy to try to put a blame or try to figure out why these things are happening to you when you don't have no control over what happened. Everybody have a path to go down in life. And um, I'm going down my path. You know, this is the path that it was chosen for me to go down, and I'm 
doing that. And I'm hoping that, you know, by me getting out here, putting my feelings and my life out here, hopefully there's someone else that can benefit and see that your life can be what you want it to be. You know, you don't have to dwell on your sickness to, um, because if you dwell on it so much, it can consume you and the illness will take control and it will tear your body down real fast. And I learned that early on when I first got diagnosed, you know, I was, uh, afraid. I didn't know, you know, being a single mom and two kids, you know, one just started middle school, one that's in high school, you know, what, what if something happened to me now? What's going to happen to my children? Those are the kind of thoughts that I was worrying about. And I had to realize, you know, I can't focus on what's going to happen. Focus on what's here and now, what I'm going through right now, what I can control right now. I can't control the future, but I can control myself of what I'm going through right now. And I just, you know, got back close to my Heavenly Father and asked for guidance and help, you know. And I still do ask for that, you know, that He put the right people in front of me or in my path that I could be able to connect with to uh, help me along my journey of what I'm going through. I mean, I have had to talk to a therapist lately because um, I had so much stuff built up in me that it was, overflowing and it was overwhelming to me and I didn't know where to release it. So I uh, contacted my insurance company and talked to one of the therapists there, you know, to help me, you know, be able to vent. You know, that's what I look at. It's like if you vent what you're going through, you can get through it, anything. You know, you just got to be positive and move forward. And don't let nobody try to discourage you from doing what you know is right in your life. You know, your health is yours to take care of. You know, there's doctors out there that do care and wants to help patients. And there's some out there that's all about the money. But when you find doctors that tell you oh, it's all in your head, that doctor doesn't care. He's not listening to what you're saying. Because I heard that so much uh, the first seven years uh, when I was diagnosed that it's all in your head. There's nothing wrong with you. This can't be happening to you. But the numbers don't lie. you know. And I have learned a lot about my numbers, reading my lab work numbers and stuff. Because I've been dealing with this going over almost 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. So I know my numbers when they're high, what they, you know, is they're good, they're bad. So there's no doctor can tell me that, 
oh, this number here, this is where it's supposed to be at. No, it's not supposed to be that high. No, it's not supposed to be that low. It's supposed to be in between. You know, I have learned all these different things, you know, over the years, you know, because I want to know more. And I encourage anybody else to know more. Just don't take face value of what these doctors say that, oh, this number here is good. Look it up. Type in the information. Type in that lab name and find out what's the range, the good range and the bad range, and where you're supposed to be at on that. Because, like I said, a lot of these doctors don't tell you that. You know, they're looking for a certain number, like in your A1C numbers. You know, they, you know, they're looking for certain numbers, but they don't tell you these things. So you need to do research on your own and learn this stuff, you know. And you can actually talk to one of the uh, nurse or something and just say, look, I'm, I'm curious, you know, about this, this, this lab here. What is this for? You know, what is supposed to do? And if they don't you know, give you the answer that you're looking for, type it in in your, in, in your phone. It'll come up or in your laptop. It'll come up. And they'll tell you what that, that lab is for, you know, what, you know, what the number is supposed to be. Like I say, there's a lot of different things, you know. I have learned that they can test uh, your urine acid through blood. You know, it ain't always got to be through your urine. It, they can test it through your blood. So, like I say, I have learned all these different things. And I'm still learning because there's a lot of new tests that they be want to run and do and a lot of them that I don't understand I have never seen before I look it up and I want to know and so when I go back to the doctor okay so the reason why you look this up why you tell it why is this this I know my numbers for what they look at for my liver for my kidney I know what range they supposed to be in you know these are things you need to know if you don't get a copy of your lab, well, ask for it. They, they should give you a copy. And you should be able to go and pull all this stuff up on the computer and find out what, what numbers you folks, what, what is the range, normal range you're supposed to be in with these numbers. And then when you go back and talk to your doctor and you have some concerns, make notes and show them, okay, well, this I want to know why this is so high, what we're going to do about this. You know, explain it to me in your terms of why this number is not significant to you, but it's saying that it's in a high risk. You know, these these are the things that you need to be asking these doctors, especially when they come to your lab work, because most of everything they do now is through your blood. And you need to know this, you know. If you don't know your blood uh, blood type, find out, you know, and have that, you know, they have an app where you can put all that information in so you can know these things, you know, because they was, uh, what was it? They was talking about giving me a uh, blood transfusion. I'm like, no, I just eat what I need to eat to build my blood up because I'm not going to take a chance. And take a blood transfusion, you know. And when you get ready to get a blood transfusion, they tell you it's a 50-50 chance. 
that it work or if it's it's chance that you die from it. So either way, you know, there's all types of foods out there that you can eat to build your blood count up. There's iron. If you if the iron pills and stuff doesn't work for you like they don't work for me, I eat more food that do help. So when they did my uh, iron level before I had my chemo, oh, those numbers was good. I mean, my iron was up, my potassium was up, my magnesium numbers, everything was in the range where they supposed to be at. And, and I'm happy with that, you know. And he was saying that my immune system, by them giving me those shots, my immune system numbers is where they supposed to be at now. So that's why I said I, I really hope that they contact me today before I go and get this vaccine and find out, you know. And if they don't contact me, I'm going to just co- contact um, my oncologist and ask him, uh, do you think I should wait until after I had a surgery or should I go ahead and do it? And then wait. And how long should I wait after I had uh, the vaccine before I had a surgery? And I know he he can, he would tell me this, you know. But, you know, like I said, it's always best to be able to get a good team of doctors that's on your that's going to talk to you and not going to, you know, beat around the bush, you know, and talk to you like you're stupid. Because we're not stupid. We are very intelligent people, you know, that we can understand. And if you don't understand half of the stuff that these doctors take someone with you, know this can help you understand a lot better. Or like I said, don't forget, get copies, get a a report, you know, a summary of your appointment. And someone that you, that knows, that knows a little, that knows medical terms and stuff, they can help you with that. You know, cause a lot of times when I don't understand certain things um, that my pulmonologist is talking about, I contact my sister. She's a respiratory therapist, so she works with the lungs. So she knows the different things. You know, that's why I said when I went on my vacation in February to visit her, I knew I was in good hands. If I had had a real bad breathing problem, so my sister would have been there. She's, that's what she does every day. You know, she does this. You know, she's been doing it for over 40 years. So I trust her when it comes to my breathing. You know, any medical issues, I, I contact her. And we talk, we video talk, and, and she try to help me understand a lot better. You know, but like I said, you know, you have to be able to know what's going on in your life because a lot of times they're not going to tell you what you want to hear or tell you what you need to hear. You know, it's always best to just try to get a second opinion, get a crystal clear intention on what is going on in your life, you know, and try to live your life to the fullest. You know, that's what I do. You know, I'm, I try to just take it one day at a time. Now, I don't try to plan ahead three or four months in advance like I used to. I do my scheduling, 
uh, weeks in advance, you know, a week ahead. Depends on how I'm feeling. If not, I take it day by day. And these last, you know, three or four weeks, I've been taking it day by day. You know, how I'm going to never, you know, use my day, my energy. You know, because sometimes I don't have the energy or the strength to even get out of bed. And it's been like that lately. You know, I've been wanting to do videos and stuff, but I don't, I don't have the strength. I didn't have the energy, the motivation to just even get up and do a podcast or do a video. I tried to do um, a couple of cooking videos when I was preparing me different meals. I didn't like the way the video turned out, so I deleted them. You know, there's I couldn't edit it the way I wanted it, so I like, you know, I just scratched that. It just... That, you know, I'm trying to get back into my routine, but it's very hard to get there. It's like I'm missing doing my um, routine uh, exercise. It's been two, three years, two years since I have not been able to do my uh, walk at home exercise. And because of my neck. So, you know, I have not been able to wear my crystals around my neck. I still have the ones on my wrists and, and you know, my bracelets and stuff. But my necklaces, I'm not been able to put those on because it hurts my neck. All those are very thin, you know, leather strap. But the crystal, you know, it's around my neck and it, it, it hurts. I... Might put on my clearest quart necklace for maybe an hour or two a day, and then I take it off. You know, uh, when I'm laying down, I don't have anything around my neck anymore because I used to sleep with my crystals. I don't even sleep in my crystals now uh, around my neck because, like I said, it's that. My neck is so flimsy now that I can't, you know, really, I can't wear a neck brace. You know, sometimes when I'm sitting up, I can feel the pain going down my spine or down my right side. Um, I have uh, been doing my uh, hot dip wax, dipping my feet in hot wax. Because, like I said, my feet go numb sometimes. And I'm like, you know, I just put them in, the, dip them in the hot wax and then wrap it. And let it sit in the plastic bag for like 30 minutes. And then I peel it off. Then I have, you know, momentum. I can feel the blood flow, you know, again in my, in my feet. And I've been doing it with my hand, my right hand also. Because it's been swollen lately. And uh, it was still to the point where I can barely move my fingers. So, like I said, it's just been a lot going on with me. I be really trying to get these video um, podcasts out to you guys and my videos to my YouTubers. But it's just hard, you know, at times to do that. And when you're in so much pain as I be in, you don't focus, you, you can't focus on doing the proper 
of what you need to do. But uh, as soon as I get the okay that I've been uh, authorization went through for me to see the surgeon and the surgeon called himself the appointment, I will come back and let you guys know that. I will give y'all a quick shout out let you know, hey, I got an appointment with the surgeon. I will definitely do that. And once I have to see the surgeon, I will come back and let y'all know what I find out about how long it's going to take to do the surgery, what is the outlook of it, and everything. And I will definitely come back and, and share that with you all. And I would like to thank everyone. I am so grateful and thankful for all you listeners, you know, out there. And, um, you know, and I you know, appreciate you all sharing my podcast with people that might be able to help them. And I know in a couple of uh, last season, I do have a link to my YouTube channel, but I think I will put the link to in this description also. So you can check out my YouTube channel. Um, I think it's been about a month since I did a video over there and I got to get them caught up too. So I said, it's just a lot of things going on, you know, that is I'm not able to control right now. So I'm just taking it as it comes. And again, thank you all so, so much. I am so grateful and thankful for all of you all. Namaste.